0: Rooster and the Devil podcast.
1: Rooster and the Devil podcast. Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the American's perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. So, tonight we're back on Rooster and the Devil. We are very happy to have our friend Brian Helder here. Brian, say hello. Hello. I, I do believe that you're also our only fan right now, so <laughs> now you'll be part of the team. Uh, I, I'm almost sorry to lose you as a fan because now you're, now you're just part of the Rooster and the Devil. And actually, I don't even know. what What is the Liverpool mascot? It's just like the Reds. The Reds, wow, that's stupid.
0: Yeah, well, thanks (laughs) for... (laughs) I've thought that many times, actually, too. But thanks for having me on, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Uh, so we'll talk to Helder a little bit later about being a Liverpool fan, but speaking of Liverpool, they played a Champions League match against Bayern today. Uh, Helder and Jimmy watched the game, Tyndall watched the highlights, so I just wanted to get... Let's go with uh, Jimmy's take
2: on the game first, and then, Helder, feel free to pepper in anything you want. Uh, Okay. Honestly, I I just thought it was incredibly, like, I mean, for a 0-0 game, it was incredibly entertaining. Um, You know, Bayern Munich's a good team, but Liverpool really had the lion's Lions share of the chances. Uh, Sadio Mane um, got in there a couple times with some good opportunities. The one where he was, like, just onside, turned and hit it wide was probably the best chance uh, but but really, I, if you're a Liverpool fan, I think you should be excited going forward to the next leg.
0: Yeah, um, Mane has always had like um, trouble finishing. He j- he has a lot of chances. So he just doesn't complete a lot of them at all. It's really frustrating to watch sometimes. But sometimes he's brilliant. Um, yeah, I liken today's win to a hand job because it's uh like you know there's something better you're still getting something but like you know you there it could be a lot better but it's a lot better than nothing too i think it's a good outcome for byron and a good outcome for liverpool it's not really a bad outcome for
1: either team do you think sane had a hard time finishing because it was a hand job <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so uh what else Tyndall mentioned like some crazy shot off a of Allison. What happened there?
3: Yeah, it was just interesting. Jimmy's saying it took a deflection, um, which I think I didn't notice. I did not watch the game. I caught. I, that's not true. I actually watched the last twenty minutes, but um, I, I saw chances for both sides. And I don't know. I when you see the score line, you might roll your eyes and go, "Oh, that that looks like they had some boring Champions League games today." But apparently they were quite exciting based on the highlights that I've seen in the last 20 minutes even. I mean, um, you can still play an entertaining nil-nil match in the Champions League. You'd like some goals, of course. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to feel about the result for either side. Um, I can see both perspectives. I listened to Klopp's interview, and he's like, yeah, it's not great. Um, I think Helder has the best analogy here. The handjob is quite appropriate. <laughs> and then, uh, Jimmy,
1: you
2: mentioned that Klopp – was in Bundesliga for a while. What's the background there? Do you know? Uh, He spent some time with uh, Borussia Dortmund. Um, Actually took them to the Champions League final, I want to say 2012, 2013. They played the final at Wembley, of all places. Um, But it was between Dortmund and Bayern Munich in the final there. Um, Dortmund ended up losing that season. Um, That was also the the last season. They, they, They won the the Bundesliga, I believe that season. That was the last time that anyone other than Bayern Munich has won the Bundesliga um, since then. Uh, But that he and he coached for a couple more years for Borussia before, um, you know, he moved on to Liverpool. um, You know, a couple years ago.
1: And quickly, what um, just remind us remind me rather, since I'm new to soccer, what is the second leg of Champions League? Um, mean it's
2: away goals worth double? Um, mostly so. Uh, in, the, in the scenario that we're talking about for Liverpool, um, they tied 0 0 at home. That means that if they win, obviously they're through. Or if they tie um, at anything more than 0 0, so they tie 1 1, etc cetera, at uh, Bayern Munich, then that will also push them through on away goals because they'll have scored, you know, obviously away goals. That Byron Munich didn't score, so um, while you want to score at home, um, they are still in a very good position going forward to the next leg. Yeah,
3: so the and Helder, what? Go for so it, I was t- going to say the away goals are even on either side, Michael. So it's it's just away goals, period, end of story. So, for example, Spurs being tied one-one would be a much better result for Dortmund, right? Because they'd have that away goal going into the second leg of the tie. Um, Second, yeah, leg.
1: And then, Helder, what's your preference at this point with Liverpool, um, you know, close to the top of the Premier League versus a Champions League, which they fell short on last year? What would you rather win as a Liverpool fan? I think, uh, I mean, the
0: majority of Liverpool fans, including me, would much rather win a Premier League title than go far in the Champions League.
1: Yeah. At this point. Jimmy, what, do you know when the last time, like, uh, Liverpool
2: won? Uh, One. Uh, so, they won the Champions League in 2005. So, um, as far as European competitions go, Liverpool is not even, like, close. The cream of the crop for English teams. They uh, Between... The um, European Champions Cup, the Europa League, and the Champions League in all of their <laughs> current forms. Liverpool has 11 wins. The next closest to Mania was six. So Liverpool is by far away the class. And um, when it comes to European competitions, um, as far as <laughs> historically, uh, yeah, yeah, historically, as far as Premier League goes, Liverpool has never won the Premier League in this current setup. The last time they won the um what? The last time they won the, the top league of England was in the eighties before it was the Premier League. Wow, that
1: blows my mind. But they've been like top five for a little while?
2: They've had really good seasons where they've finished, you know, in the top five but never have won. Um they're the only team in the last I want to say the last ten years to have been in first place at Christmas time and not won the league. Um, they did it in um, 2015, 2016 when Leicester won the championship. They were in first place, um, and they did it one other time. I want to say 2010, 2011, but you can fact check me on that. But they are the only team to have been in first place at you know the holiday break um, and not won the champions. Or I'm sorry, not won the the, the Premier League.
3: A lot of second-place finishes. We're scrolling through the season stats right now. Um, always consistent, though. But, hey, I think we should make a side note here and let Helder kind of talk about, you know, how long he's been a fan, uh, what drew him to Liverpool, that kind of thing real quick. It, as part yeah, of the I, extended intro. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, Helder, the floor
0: is yours. All right, so I became a... Premier League and Liverpool fan. Um, about two years ago, the beginning of the season, I picked Liverpool. Um, I'd watched a, f- a few games the season before, but what I liked about Liverpool is um, like Jurgen Klopp and how the players are trying to are buying into a system, which is like a high press system. But um, also, when they turn over the ball, they try and get the ball back right away right, rather than, like, sitting back and regrouping. Mm. Um, so I like... sexier watch. Yeah, yeah I like I liked that approach to the game and how all his players were buying into it. And then the first year, I was an actual fan of Liverpool. They lost in the final of the Champions League and had Mo Salah, who won the Golden Boot. So it's a pretty damn good uh, year to be a Liverpool fan in that respect. And then this year, um, I mean, we have game in hand, but Man U is still ahead of us because of goal difference. Um, city. Or City, city yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, um, I didn't really get into the Premier League because of FIFA, like a lot of people. Um, I just watched. <laughs> or like Tindall. Yeah, I, wa- <laughs> I watched. I watched and just fell in love with, like, Everything about it, like I love how the EPL scores work. Um, I love the talent out there, like the stuff they can do with the balls, insane. And um, might go like built on this a few weeks ago, but it was or said this a few weeks ago, but kind of like the building, 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 and then the goal. Like you get so excited for a goal. I've never been so excited for a scoring opportunity in my life. But like watching the. the what about the first night you met your li- uh, wife?
1: <laughs> I, met, I was I was really
0: I was drunk for that. So
1: tell, I, I, I'd be willing to go into a little side story about that. Let's what, let's be careful. What was your let's first Be night? careful here. Uh, <laughs> all right, all
0: right. Should we not? I just met her at a bar, so that's pretty. That's a story in a nutshell.
3: And now they're happily married and have a beautiful baby boy. Uh, birth. Which congratulations? By the way. Congratulations. yeah.
2: Thank you. Uh, a beautiful Liverpool fan brought into the world. So,
1: who's your favorite player on Liverpool,
2: and
0: why? Um, it's hard. I'll just like exclude Mo Salah from that question because that's too easy. But I would say behind besides him, I really like uh, Winaldum. and um.
1: I don't know much about him, what what's his deal?
0: He's a midfielder, and he's really instrumental in setting up a lot of plays. I think he's like a shittier version of Messi okay. just cause, <laughs> but <laughs> he
2: he's not as, he's not as good as Messi. he just makes players around him better can i can I sure. expound on that because uh i I love the Dutch national team like I love Larange and Winoldham is a Dutch player. Um, actually came to England uh, via Newcastle. Um, the year they got sent down, um, the, the year they got relegated, um, Liverpool bought one them for peanuts. Like beautiful bit of transfer business from Liverpool to buy him for like almost nothing um, to bring him to Liverpool. He's a fantastic player. Like I agree, Helder. He's uh, he's he's a lot of fun to watch. He's a, he makes a difference every time he plays.
0: Yeah, so I think he would be, like, my favorite player besides Mo Salah. Um,
1: but, yeah. Tell us, I mean, who else you got on the team? I don't know much about Liverpool, if I'm being honest. Um, well, we're kind of depleted in the back
0: right now. That's another thing I noticed about the game today is Fabinho did amazing at defense. They bought him in the off season and, like, he was just – he had, like – he had, like, three saves, basically, that would have been very valid attempts on goals, maybe would have scored. So he stopped those, like, dead in the tracks. Um, but he's playing back because uh, Joe Gomez has been out for most of the season. And i um, said Chamberlain uh, has missed 42 games. So he he plays more midfield, but he plays defensive midfield. So, um, yeah. So, and then we got Matip in the back. Um, Lovren <laughs> is out, but he should be back soon. Um, I think he'll, he'll be, be back a for Sunday. Yeah, great to get great addition on uh, defense.
1: What does the uh, next couple games look like for you guys? You have. Some easy games or, or what's going on? Well, this. Well, oh, actually, no. It's Sunday. It's yeah, Man U.
0: this Sunday's U. and then we got um, home against Watford, away against Everton, home at Burnley. Uh, we got the Spurs on March thirty-one. So I mean, I mean, Bert, Watford will be a, will be a good game. Everton will win. Burnley should be. I would hope for like a draw.
1: Fulham is. That's a win, I think, yep, um I think Jimmy has them finishing top of the he went through the rest of the table and has him finishing top of the league
0: yeah Spurs Spurs will be a great game that'll be but that besides that that's like our um we got Newcastle in the second uh final half, but other than that like we
2: I see a lot of us being wins yeah i I, I well, agree, I think you guys are are built to win um. Obviously, injuries is a great equalizer. Um, uh, Mike Owen, Tyndall can attest to that, being the Spurs fans with what they've gone through this year. But, um, you know, I think that Liverpool, um, even though they've, you know, you know, let Man City back in a little bit here, I think that they have enough to really push towards the end of the season to win the league. Yeah, I
0: think so, too. Um, and... The press I saw today was a whole new press, too. Like, I've never seen them press a defense that hard. Like, they were running full speed at anyone that had the ball. But the, <laughs> the high press has always been, like, their marquee. They don't they do not do a lot of passing. Like, watching Byron today, they reminded me a lot of how Man City is built. Like, they just pass and, like, hog the ball and then, like, have tactical ways to get a front where Liverpool just runs like hell usually mm-hmm. and gets a... Through pass, but yeah. So, I, but I think looking at the rest of the schedule, I feel pretty good about most games. And um, Man City is playing from behind, technically, because we have a game in hand. But the Man U game will be this week will be great, and
1: uh, the Spurs game will be great. Other can, than that, I'm, act- can I- I'm watching uh, Liverpool man you with a, a Liverpool fan on Sunday,
2: so I'm very excited for
0: it yeah I'll be watching it with, I'll be watching it with Jimmy Nintendo so
2: I'm, uh, Jimmy uh, and Brad. I, I'm looking forward to uh um that game helder, but like uh outside of you know just that game just in general like if if you got to pick one like and I'm not saying that they're mutually exclusive, but um would you rather hoist you know the Champions League trophy I, I know you guys were in the final last year. And came close or would you rather lift that Premier League title like what um what in your mind would be more satisfying I think the Premier League I mean we haven't
0: won it since 89 to 90 when did they when did they do the re like the current model Ni- I think it was
2: 92 yeah. 93 I 92, think yeah, yeah.
0: okay cuz you won the European League title in 89 90 so um it's been so long I I just think like Cause I think Most of us Are like biased That the English Premier League Is the best league In football Or soccer Like There's I don't know I There's I don't think Other leagues Have the competition It does That's and so the bottom, I think yeah. yeah I think I mean Yeah like Champions League Is nice Cause you're Considered the best Like team in Europe But uh like, I would ra- I would rather host a Premier League title this year. But either would just be so epic. Yes. Yeah, s-
1: silver- either one. It's silverware, man. And that's, like, the cream of the
3: crop, you know? Those are the only two that matter. Yep. Yeah. Kind of. So speaking of Champions League, can we go through some results quick? Because uh, we'd like to talk about that and then talk about the weekend Premier League matchups. It's sure. going to be nice to have the Premier League back. It's been... <laughs> I don't know, even even mm-hmm. having like a week off, I get I get kind of sad.
1: I know, me too. It's like, I had nothing to do in the morning this weekend. Right, right. It would have been a great weekend for me to, to have some Premier League games on, because I was alone in Charlotte, and that mo- morning was always free time. It was like the only free time I got. We know you had but, some free time. <laughs> oh, Charlotte was, uh, yeah, I was down at NBA All-Star, covering it for a Japanese... Uh, outlet. It's Very cool. Got a bunch of free shoes. Saw the players. It's sweet, but cool shoes. Tiring. Cool shoes. Man, I was like, I was partying late. Partying late. <laughs> to, it was bad. Like Sunday was a hangover day. But anyway,
3: at any <laughs> rate, never, never <laughs> before <know> <laughs> before the hangover went into place, there were Champions League matches last week, and obviously the result today we talked about a little bit with Liverpool and Bayern Munich which is a good game but Jim if we want to loop it back to United a little bit um I think you you mentioned yeah you, you know okay settle back to earth a little bit but how do you feel about the possibility
2: of United going into Paris and and stealing one oh man it's like it's it's honestly gonna be incredibly tough uh I mean, everyone talked in the buildup about Cavani and Neymar being absent for PSG, but they still, really, for most of the game, I, I, I mean, even in the first half when everyone was healthy and we were pressuring, we didn't really get a good chance. Um, not, n- nothing that we really challenged Buffon on. Um, and PSG was dangerous, you know, in the first half, and obviously with both goals in the second half. Uh, I think they're going to be incredibly tough to break down in France. Um, uh, I would I would like to t- sit here and tell you that we have a chance, but um, it's going to be incredibly uphill going forward.
3: No doubt. It's possible, though. United have looked a lot more dynamic
2: offensively since Smeagol took over, so you never know. I think it was the first time that you saw, like, a coach that really, like, out-schemed him. And and I don't think that, you know, um, United has asked, you know, Ali to do a whole lot other than put the best players in their positions possible and let them be good players. And, um, you know, uh, you know... Uh,
1: when you have that amount of talent on your payroll,
2: you can do that. Right, and, you know, you, do you can think, do that. Do you think but that, PSG also... Had, do you
1: think that... Uh, do you think tactically there's enough film on his coaching now that teams are figuring that out, or it's, do you think it's, it's not truly just putting the right players in the right? It's places? not.
2: It's not quite the same as like uh, what Mauricio Sarri is going through at Chelsea, where it's literally you know game in game out the same thing. Um, I think you saw that a little bit where um, this an uh, FA an FA Cup game. That's a
1: horrible way to coach. Yeah,
2: an <laughs> FA Cup game. You know, um, you know. Uh, Ali changed things a little bit. It was a it was technically a four-three three, but he instead he had like two guys. He had Rashford and Lukaku running up top, and then he put uh Mata right underneath um uh, Jorginho to really affect them there. I think that like he can make those sort of adjustments. Um, you know, he is pretty young as a manager, but he's a really good player. He has Michael Carrick who was also, incredibly young as a man, as a you know as a coach, but a very good player, and uh, a coach of Mike Phelan, who was there when Alex Ferguson was there. That can make a difference with those tactically, but he did get out coached against PSG, and PSG has talent and a good coach. It's going to be hard in the Champions League.
1: There's some secret signals going on over there. Baby
2: gate issues. <laughs> Baby gate issues.
3: hello has yeah. got to pee. So yeah. So I, I, I wanted to. <laughs> so United, no doubt, agree with Jim. Um, I still think it's possible, but I wanted to walk through if there were any other comments on the other results. So you had, IX kind of getting dicked over for in in, in Amsterdam. Uh, How did
1: they get dicked over? I That's think there's was a VAR
3: weight. review. Yeah. Yeah, and they scored and Real Madrid scored very very late like yep. 85th minute maybe to get the 2-1 victory. Um mm. and apparently Ajax had a lot of opportunities, but hey, that what they said the pundits said, hey, that's the difference on the stage like the like the class players are going to score and that's all there is to it. Um and I'm going to kill my dog. Um I heard the so, uh,
1: I heard the Ajax fans were lighting fireworks outside the
3: Real Madrid hotel at like I saw that. I did see that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Go Dutch, um, Roma and Porto. I don't think anyone really cares to comment too much on that. Um, and then uh, Lyon. Well, Roma th- and Barcelona knocked knocked Spurs out last year, right? Uh, Juventus. That was Juventus. So. Italian
2: league. Roma. Yep. But, yep. Roma, Roma made it to, to uh, the semifinals last year. Um, yeah, we Liverpool,
0: year. Liverpool, mm. Liverpool beat them in the, in the semifinals.
3: Correct, yeah. Yep, oh, nice. That's where Salah came from, Michael. Um Salah oh, came really? from Roma,
0: and and the yeah. and the goalie Ellison. Ellison yep. Becker.
2: How was uh, Salah in Syria? Was he sick yet, or was he? It was it like was good. He only or? played there one year, um, because he actually transferred in there from Chelsea. Oh really? Was he playing for like their U 23s at that point? He just didn't play much. It was another one of those good Chelsea players that didn't get time to play. That's what's crazy about Salah, about last season, because he just tore it up. It was amazing.
1: Yep.
3: I mean, he's tearing it up this season again, right? Doing well, yeah, for Doing sure. Well. Is he for leading sure.
1: goals, uh, Helder? Uh, Yeah, he's tied with...
0: Um, Aubameyang. Aubameyang? Yeah, Aubameyang.
3: Yeah, Arsenal. Oh, really?
1: They're tied? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah no, I think it's... Uh, cool boot Chase? <laughs> I think it's... It's uh, close. The guy from Man City. Oh, uh, Sergio Aguero.
1: Aguero, Aguero. Yeah, with two
3: hat tricks yeah.
1: recently. That yeah. makes a lot of
2: sense. Aguero. Yeah, I think they're high, though. They're on a good pace. yeah,
1: 17, I think.
2: Tied at 17. So, getting back to Champions League, you know, United has an uphill slide, but um, how about the dominating performance Tottenham put in against Dortmund?
1: Mm. Wow.
2: Mm. It was so fun to watch.
1: <laughs> it was just so unexpected to dominate them so hard. And the whole game, like, just... Actually, I mean, before the first goal, Dortmund was looking, you know, like the better team in that first half. But as soon as we put one in, it was just like, mm, yes. Yes. Yes, I want everything about this. Tindal... Explain explain yourself there.
3: I don't... Yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I mean, it's everything you would expect. But, yeah, it, it was... Uh, it was... It's the best victory in the in this competition that I've seen. So keep that in perspective. And what
1: about that... Uh, That's it. That yawn that pass. Like, that was a perfect ball in. And then that sunny... That, that sewn finish was just... What like, about... Oh, it, it was yeah. such, such a dirty goal. It was... Beautiful on both ends. What
3: about the Jan performance? Super super Jan. Um, oh, yeah. He, he, he was man of the match <laughs> he easily. he the second
1: one, right? Oh, oh he's yeah, he easily the, man yeah. of the
3: match. I mean, and he did. I forget
1: what his goal looked like. What, what was his goal
0: again? It was
3: freaking beautiful. Uh, there was a giveaway as many Dortmund um, issues started, and it was around midfield, and then Ericsson got it out to Aurier on the right flank. And uh-huh. he saw Vertonghen coming. Everyone was kind of squeezed over to the right oh, yeah. side, and Vertonghen made a run. He hit him perfect. He hit a perfect cross, a little more shallow than deep on the pitch, and came in and he volleyed it straight out of the air, off the side of his foot into the net. Blasted it. Superman. It absolutely Superman. amazing. And he did the super Jan, uh celebration he had little, he had the with Superman the jersey, jersey yeah.
1: underneath it. He, he did. Yeah. It. What a badass. He won man in the match. Yeah. A, I mean, Ooh, that win just was like. It it was so invigorating though. It it gives you all the hope in the world and in Spurs at the moment, just because, you know, Harry's coming back, Delhi's coming back. Do I even say that right? Delhi? Oh yeah. Yeah, you're, you're
3: good. You're good. I'm I'm uh yeah. I I'm very, very pleased. I think it's remarkable. Uh again, I'm just gonna suck Pochettino's dick more, but uh Ben Davies out at left back, Danny Rose got dinged up. Um and, and he puts in Jan, who actually does play, to be fair, Jan Vertonghen plays left back occasionally for Belgium. Um, so it's not something he's not done. He just doesn't prefer to do it. He's a center back. But he's absolutely world class, in my opinion. He, he is my favorite defensive player. He's just a rock. He's 32. He's getting up there. But to go and be able to do that again against the Dortmund side and, and to put in the effort as as a wing back, yeah. not as just a traditional left back where you don't have to run quite as much as a wing back. Like I asking him I to go up the play pitch. I wish he wing
1: back more. Like his performance is <sighs> way better than trip is is way better than you know anyone running up the side as a wing back for Spurs.
3: Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like to do it well, though. He sees himself as a center back, but I, he's yeah. he's uh, definitely
2: skill wise capable of doing it. But like I feel like you know long term, like uh, he can play more games sure. at center back. Um, True, the work rate. It'd is be higher. nice to see him at yeah. left back for
1: Champions League, you know, just like switch it up tactically a little bit.
3: Yeah, I think Jimmy's saying for fitness too, maybe. Yeah. Right, right, right.
1: No, I, I get it. I get it. I, I would and love I, it. I feel like you probably get paid more as a center back, right?
3: I'll pay you whatever That's as long as you're good. Yeah. Really. So mm-hmm. I want to just wrap it up by saying it is the best that I've seen since he came. I mean, if you look at, we we haven't been into the quarterfinals. So um, it's absolutely huge if they don't, you know, bot- bottle it uh, on- in the second leg, which only Spurs fans would think of doing. But if they get through, that's yeah. huge. It's absolutely <laughs> huge if they get through, and
1: very proud. Three.
2: Well,
1: I guess what do they have to put it in? Just two away goal? Or no, no, they're away. Yeah. If they tie yeah, zero we zero, they're zero,
2: they're fine. If they lose, yeah. If they lose yeah. two to nothing, they're still fine.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they can't be Spursy on this one. They gotta yeah it'd be very hard for them to do but you never know it looks crazy it, it looks happened. very
3: promising and it'll be really great to get through the quarterfinals <laughs> just for the squad the potential most importantly to play in the new stadium um it, would be very exciting but back, they, they, you you, you got to get too. it through you got to get through
2: I did, so got to play yeah. a good match i did read an article that um, you know with uh, timing with the new stadium that it sounds like maybe uh champions league game will be the first game now Epic. It could. Um, that would be awesome. That would be epic. Uh, I'll be there if it is, by the way. Period. <laughs> really? Yes. All right, you're on
1: record now. you gotta, you got to freaking be there. I've
3: almost, I almost booked flights, but I'm going to take the risk that they go up instead of booking two. I was going to book for both weeks because they were only like $450 round trip. Um, I was just going to spend the nine hundred and do it, but wow. it looks like they won't go over eight nine hundred three weeks prior, and the draws on March fifteenth. So I have this whole freaking spreadsheet figured out. It's awful, but I will be do. there. Yeah. I will be there.
1: Not surprising. Helder, when are you going to get to a game? Man, <laughs> he's got a baby. I got a baby. soon. a little tiny baby. Few, next fall.
3: Next fall. A few everybody. Eaters,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we're still doing the podcast in a year, it'd be worth considering, you know, because we'd probably, we'd be putting in a lot of hours for it.
3: How much fun would that be, too? We could have some good episodes. that we
1: have fans, yeah. It's not for
3: the fans, it's for
1: us. It is for us, but it's also for the fans. (laughs) I want to be here for fans. I'm here for fans, Brad. You're right. (laughs) Please, subscribe to Rooster and the Devil. It's, (laughs) It's not on iTunes yet. I can't. We're on Spotify. I think I got it this That's the important thing. F and A though. iTunes is pissing me off.
3: So <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's let's interject and let's go back. So I think we're all okay. Yes, I was literally ejaculating like the entire performance in the second half. I was screaming in my house. It's incredible. But let's look forward maybe to the Premier League a little bit. Take a look at some fixtures coming up. What do you guys think? Sure. All right. So, if you take a at uh, where we're headed. Um, a Peeksy blind, eh? Peeksy blind is my... I hope there's no European That's fans Australian. listening. There. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a single a European bit. listener, according to the statistics, actually. <laughs> That's not surprising at all. <laughs> so, Friday, 22 of February, we have Cardiff v. Watford. I'm, not, I'm just going to assume everyone's fine passing that forward. We have a London Derby, though, technically, I think, right, Jim? West Ham, Fulham? Yes. Ooh. Any interest, any commentary, or I'll keep going.
1: That's an interesting matchup. I like Fulham's staying alive, okay.
3: yeah. Yeah, you got Fulham's deep
1: in relegation battle yeah. right now. That's a very important game.
3: Fulham are on 17 points, and to first in the relegation battle, Southampton is seven points. They are seven points uh, from Southampton in 18th, and eight points from safety, 25 wow. with Cardiff That's City. That's
2: bad. They need to win bad. Yes, they I, do. If there's, like, some sort of Moneyline bet <coughs> about them posting, like, a shutout, I would never take <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. We've covered at length, folks. Uh, loyal listeners. <laughs> I, I, I know what you know. I the odds are for that. Oh, my gosh. They're, like, very here's high. The thing like, like legit, like I've turned on a couple of Fulham games, and they are like, there. I've watched games, um, including a game against the United a couple of weeks ago, where they didn't score, but they've been like, you know, at least interesting going forward. But defensively, they're so constipated, like. I like I hate I hate to point to it, but there's an American back there who is just absolutely terrible and I'm so glad that he's not like <laughs> Tim Rame. I'm so, so Tim mean. Yeah, I'm so, so glad mean. that he's not part of like the That's I'm glad he's not Chimmy. I'm glad he's not part of the, 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 the national <laughs> scene sub. But he is he is <laughs> so truly mean. awful. Like, he's truly terrible. Aww. He is Leave him alone. <laughs> <Chimmy>. <laughs> he is. He's bad.
3: He's really bad. So That's two consecutive weeks of shitting on...
1: He just yeah! Shout out Tim Ream. Tim Ream, we like you. Tim Ream, shout out. I like you, Tim. I, and Brad. I don't. You're in. Brad you're in the Premier League, like bro. I don't. You know what? Yeah. It's good a for big you, deal. man. It's
2: a Kick big freaking ass. deal.
3: You're good at top, But maybe
2: a clean sheet would be good. <laughs> I don't like you. Just
3: one. Just one clean sheet. Okay. So moving on from West Ham Fulham. I have West Ham. By the way, it's at the London Stadium. There's no way Fulham's not going to get a couple of goals. At any rate, Burnley Spurs. I got Spurs. It's not that interesting of a matchup, though. One that I'm looking at on Saturday is Leicester Palace at mm-hmm. King Power. Any mm-hmm. thoughts? Zaha with a, with a goal. Vardy with a goal. Con, uh, what's his name? Ndidi. Ndidi, center defensive mid. I think he's going to have one.
2: <laughs> so he's, he's incredible, the way he controls the game. Um, I, again, have a, a little affinity for Zaha. He was uh, a United player for a short spell. Um, we bought him young and didn't keep him, because he came in at the wrong time. Um, he is in, he, hes very talented. Um, and I like Palace. Uh, I—I I, I think that Palace gets the the win here. I'm gonna say two-one Palace. Away
3: from home, okay, okay. Maico, Maico, thoughts? You know Jamie got- Vardy. You know a couple players. You do. Um, I've got.
1: I got no thoughts, Brad. I'm sorry. You know Harry I'm sorry. Harry, Harry Maguire. Um, I know them, but yeah. I have no I have no thoughts on this matchup. Okay, I'm sorry. I
3: I like uh, I like it maybe a Townsend top of the box curler mm. for a goal, Jim.
2: Uh, and yeah, go ahead. Can, i was say, can I come at like uh, I I also like Townsend, and I think that he's a really good player. Um, but Youngman's um, uh, son doesn't exist for Tottenham unless they sell Andros Townsend, Townsend that that season for the funds to get Sun. So I would like no doubt eleven times out of ten I would I would take that trade. I would take Sun over Townsend um as good as he is. Yeah, that's very accurate from Leverkusen mm-hmm. and
3: I like Townsend because they gave him a penalty, I'm pretty sure. He won it. He played actually great against Spurs. Um and he took the penalty and scored it. This is when they took him out of the FA Cup. They knocked Spurs out of the FA Cup. And Townsend did not celebrate at all. And mm-hmm. that's apparently a thing with with certain players if they respect their former club, they they may not do that. I, this is just something I'm learning, but he did not uh, celebrate at all and I like, like that. he he loved his time at Spurs basically is what he said and nope. didn't want to rub it in their face, which I, that's not something that I'm just learning some customs. So I don't know when, if Jimmy has any historical. When rivers. uh
0: when uh Liverpool played Roma last year and Salah scored, he would he wouldn't do anything. He just put his hands up in the air and just ran back on his half. So it was the same thing, like
3: yep. respecting Indeed. his former
1: team. Cool. That's a great anecdote.
2: I like that. Jim, Help. is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh um you know, if a if a player had a, a good spell where they spent a lot of time at a club or even if they had a short time with like Salah at Roma, um, but they had a short but successful spell where they enjoyed their time there and they didn't leave on bad terms. Yes, they they um, will make it a point not to you know celebrate against a club that they love and respect.
1: I mean, Di Maria
2: was really the the picture of this uh, recently. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so, oh my God, So <laughs> it's unbelievable. It, it wasn't. Dude. I don't. I don't blame him. I really don't. Um, he played so. Um, Everything aside, he played incredibly well. Like he had the, um, he had a, you know, an assist. Um, uh, I mean, he was involved in both the goals uh, against Man United, and the the fans were just brutal to him. And you know, he even said after the game, he said, "Listen, I had never had a problem with the club. He had a problem with the coach, um, uh, Louis Van Hall." And uh, I I think the fans might have been unfair, and I get it, you know. He, but what was he saying? I mean, he was telling them, "fuck you" bad. Oh like, yeah, like I mean, yeah, he like, was be, mad. Like he <laughs> he was pissed. Like he should be. Like he should be pissed. Like why are you guys pissed at me? Like I didn't do it. Like you know, he came yeah. in and he played the best he could in a system that wasn't fitted to him, and um, you know, he wanted to yeah, move on. I happens. don't. I I personally hold no. Uh, Ill will to uh, Di Maria. Um, he's a solid player. Yeah. I mean, I feel like part
1: of that was just being like fandom, yeah. like being a dick. Oh, you absolutely.
2: Know? And he could have
1: taken it better than. Well, he got how it, he got the did. perception that
2: he forced his way out, and it it wasn't. Um, it, it, he even said it wasn't about the club; it was about the coach. And you know, Man United has struggled for coach like a good coach the last couple of years. It'd be different if you know. If he if he told me he forced his way out underneath Sir Logs Ferguson, that motherfucker can burn. But uh, just because I love Ferguson, but you know I.
1: You know what's funny? I was at a Italian restaurant for dinner one night in Charlotte, and like I randomly caught uh, the PSG game. Mbappe scored a amazing so oh. amazing
3: speed through yes. the box. <laughs> it made me
1: it made me jism. Good lord. <laughs>
3: Shit he's, ain't right,
1: man. He's so talented.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: What is he, eighteen? Uh nineteen twenty. Now. Maybe nine, yeah,
2: 1920,
1: nineteen. Uh, yeah, nineteen twenty. PSG, yeah. They could uh they could win for
2: sure.
3: They could.
1: Tyndall, you want to take us through the
3: Yeah, let's keep rolling along here. Um, we got on a little a good tangent there though. I loved that conversation. Uh, you can cut, you can tangent. cut this out, but that Excellent. was that was great talking about some customs and then De Maria good tie-in. But um so I got uh I got Palace scoring one and Leicester scoring one at King Power. I got a draw there. Arsenal Southampton Sunday morning uh here in the States 9:05 a.m. Arsenal loss I agree. Let's I like, move uh,
1: on. Go Saints. Did you see? I, I think I'm just gonna turn the Twitter account into just a take giant
2: it easy. Shit
1: on take it easy no. with it. Why? Just Why? Take it easy. I'm gonna. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna They've been these, you down, know.
3: you know. North
2: wife. It's,
1: it's fun. They're so like agitated. Well, I think. I
2: uh, Yeah, they are <laughs> agitated, but they also. <laughs> are, they also so are great. one of the better clubs in Premier League history. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Do uh do it's fun. Yeah. Does our does our mutual arsenal friend um does he listen to the podcast? Yeah, he's
3: got that's why we gotta chill, Michael. We gotta know. leave space for him to come on. I do want Matthew to come on. Yeah, Matthew is a of very knowledgeable will, of
2: human and a gooner. Yeah. I will say that I had um so I've been like trying to like branch into some interviews outside of like our live recording. And our the guy lined up actually backed off. He is an Arsenal fan. Um, backed sure. off. Uh, he says he's going to try again later. But well, he sounds like a little <laughs> God Damn it. Okay, moving. We're moving on
3: from the Arsenal hatred. We're talking about Arsenal Southampton, and we know that Southampton will undoubtedly get it done. So Man United <laughs> v Liverpool at Old Trafford Liverpool form as of late in the Premier League not entirely convincing, certainly still cream of the crop, but not entirely convincing. Man United's form on the other hand coming into this match outside of their Champions League defeat 0-2, have the longest undefeated streak in the Premier League outside of Burnley who Spurs are playing this weekend. So Jim, maybe we could start with you. How confident are you coming into this match
2: so, a couple of weeks ago when we did our um, end-of-year predictions, um, I actually um, predicted this game as a tie. Um, and that's only because United's at home. Uh, Liverpool is so dangerous, like, attacking. And um, United can be vulnerable defensively. And that's where it scares me. You know, um, I think that, you know, you saw what Shakiri did at the end of the um, the game the first go round at Anfield. Um you know, as good as me has been playing, I I I I am definitely apprehensive. Um I would say I would be happy with and um I would hope for at least a draw um at home against Liverpool.
1: Healthy?
0: I think Liverpool is going to win. Um, our defense is only going to get better. There's really – it cannot go down at all. Even though Fabinho had um, some unbelievable stops today, I think um, he, he'll be better utilized moving back to midfield. Um, and so with our defensive, like, back and, getting back in form and close to what it uh, was at the beginning of the uh, season – I think Liverpool will uh, have a clean sheet against Man U. Even, oh, really? <laughs> Even in Old Trafford, um, I wow. think, I think, um, I mean they they have the most clean sheets of any team this year. They've conceded far less goals than anyone else, so I think that uh, they have a clean sheet and they beat Man U. Uh, I'm gonna say two to zero, and at least
1: one of those is gonna be Mosella Helder. <laughs> We did this the first episode If, if you had to compare Liverpool Woo! to A team in the US uh, You know Is there any franchise that you'd compare them to And that was an epic call out I really am rooting for a two-zero Liverpool victory Wow. Salah getting the goal It'd be sick
0: I would say in terms of like um, I, I, I kind of have to equate it to Like Because um, we were go- really good for a long time but we haven't been good in quite a while. I mean the Champions League, but I mean
3: Shoot sure, the Cowboys.
0: No, no, <laughs> I, I I thought about that, but I'm I'm gonna go with the forty ers So a team that has won in the past but sucks dick right now.
3: That's cause you don't wanna be the Cowboys. But I you know. might be the Cowboys. Oh
0: I was that was my first thing that jumped into my head but I can't do the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys
1: so good, yeah. The Cowboys are so stupid. Like, Who are the Cowboy equivalent in the Premier League, do you think, Jim? <laughs> Is there
2: one? <laughs> Not directly, no. Uh, as far as, like, my own personal hatred, I would say Chelsea, but that's just me being personally hatred of Chelsea.
1: I like that. Agree with Chelsea? that hatred. You know, that's actually probably a fair comparison, though, even. Spend a lot of money... And always come up short. Well, lately. They won a uh, Premier League last season. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Two years ago. Hey,
0: I I was wondering if I could interject and ask Jimmy a question because he might have this. Sure. We touched on earlier um, how Chelsea has let go of some, like, very, like, insanely good players, and they weren't good when they were with Chelsea or they kind of exploded after they were at Chelsea. Is there, like, a team... Jimmy, that you know of in the Premier League that has let go, or actually in Europe, I should say, that just let go of some unbelievable players and they weren't good when they were with them or they didn't play when they were with them? Or is there any, like, marquee, like, someone traded away, you know, a superstar and just, like, they had no idea how good they were?
2: Um, I don't think there, there's one club that stands out in that sense. Um, I guess I would say that you see like there's there's definitely like good like build clubs like Ajax that have put together some good young players in the last couple of years. Um England where you see some of the guys that came through the youth league that have moved on to like uh, like Germany and other leagues um, to get some playing time that have started to look good. Um, but but like nobody that's missed is as offense as Chelsea, so like um, it's been less the last couple of years, but like if you looked at like Chelsea's um, amount of the, just the sheer amount of players that were under contract that went out on loan, um, it's just baffling. like and, and a lot of good players and guys that never made it through the system because these Chelsea just continue to buy you know guys in their prime instead of investing guys in their youth and you see, uh, a player now, which all of a sudden Chelsea wants to like. Oh yeah, we know we want to play him. Like Callum hudson um is an incredibly talented young player, and he's like, listen, I don't want to be at Chelsea. Chelsea doesn't develop young players. Um, yeah. I, there's there, yeah. there's a lot of clubs that have missed on guys um, that didn't fit in systems, didn't fit this, didn't fit that. Um, Mo Salah is obviously um, just a huge. Um uh you know a huge piece in that like um I would even say like you think about Man United so Man United let Paul Pogba walk for 500,000 euros um during Sir Alex Ferguson's time they let him walk to Juventus for 500,000 euros and end up buying him back for 80 million euros so clubs mess up all the time <laughs> oh where, my god you know they miss <laughs> where they where they miss on evaluating talent that way, and I think it depends on the, the the teams that you are, the talent that you have, the system that you play, and um, just how important it is to have those guys that can evaluate that talent.
1: Hey Jim, I got a aside from that. If you guys don't mind about like how teams evaluate talent in other leagues, is it really through the U twenty three system? Like, and how does that U twenty three system work?
2: I mean, I can speak to that. I don't know if anyone else has anyone that want to so add to that. Is that a good question? I mean, I, I don't know.
1: Like, I don't want to sidetrack us completely. That's qu- it's,
3: it should be a topic regardless of whether we address it now. I, I think it would be interesting to look at youth academies and how I, yeah. players are selected.
2: I, I definitely yeah. think we can address it more going forward. Um, I would say the u 23s just in general are more like a reserve team. Because a lot of guys at U twenty three are guys that you would expect to be, you know, either up and coming or um, guys that are you're building for the future, and if they're still at U twenty three, you know, twenty one, twenty two years old, and they're not on the premier team, like you're talking about squad depth um, in a lot of sense um, that way. So,
1: hmm. and actually, that brings up something we missed about Spurs Dortmund. Uh, Sancho <laughs> played on. British soil, but he was largely ineffective A non-factor for that game. Like, I, I, bar- I barely even noticed him in the field. Do you know
3: why? Because he was why? playing against man of the match, Super Jan. <laughs> oh, shit. Jan fucking nope. Vertongen. Do me on it. I love IX. IX, thank you. Thank you for your relationship for- with us. I'm so happy. Ericsson, Vertongen, Elder Verald. You can Vertonghen Vertongen in my butthole. Tong and me all day. Anyway, Might cut that butthole part out. All right, can we wrap up? Can we wrap up predictions? I got a two-nil from Helder. I want to get this on record. Two-nil <laughs> from Helder. Liverpool clean sheet. Ballsy clean man. Sheet. I hear it in the other room. I, I think it's possible they do have the best defensive record in the league. But uh, at Old Trafford, the way United have been playing, I got a, I got a two-one victory for United. Okay. Jimmy and and Michael, did I hear yours? Real quick. We heard Jimmy's.
0: Michael's? or no. Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy did you give um, us numbers?
1: I hate to do this to you, Helder, but I think it's going to be 2-1 Man U All right. Over Liverpool. I just think you guys are like, sh- I don't know, you're shooken up a little bit. Yeah, you, you just don't look like the same team you were earlier in the season and Man U looks pretty nice right now, so it's... I think it's a tough game for you guys either way, but I don't know. I'm just feeling a Man you victory.
3: I'm sorry. So I want to switch to a draw, but I'm not going to. But I've can't. i, I I've, I, I've I ma- stayed with
2: that. I maintain a draw. I'll give it an official 1-1 score is what I'm predicting.
3: I like it. Hmm. All right. That's the last big game of the weekend. We don't need to get into the next week. Um what do we want to wrap up with, guys? We have uh, some rants. I think it's.
2: I think we're can, coming up on uh, time. Can, so can, any rants? Can we uh, give yeah. Helder some time? Do you have anything you want to wax poetic about? Yeah, Helder, what do you got?
0: I wanna what what the week about.
2: Do exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: I said. Uh, I'm saying. Uh, do you have a rant? Do you have a uh, or, or like? Actually, do you want like two or three minutes of questions or? Or do you have Anything any snippets from Helder, the game today? Or I, think, I feel
3: like I love Jurgen Klopp. I feel like I should
1: explain. I want to watch Helder his hair for a little bit. I should explain Helder a little bit to everybody that he's just the biggest teddy bear and one of my favorite people in the world. And I think everybody on this podcast would say that about him. Uh, Agree, you're a good dude. Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, and thanks for listening. You're our only listener. So.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I, <laughs> it's nice to have you on. I lo- I think one of my favorite things about the show is your um, your original like intro and exit songs.
1: Oh, thank you. I think those are very very funny. I laugh a lot of them. The uh, intro will stay the same, but there'll be a new outro every single episode. Yeah, for sure. last
0: outro you went like German, didn't you?
1: I uh,
3: was trying to go for Asian. <laughs> oh my!
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. At any rate, Helder, I do you have <laughs> Thanks, what's man. What's been the favorite part of um, being a Liverpool fan so far? Is it Is it learning about the club? Is it how damn good they've been the last really year and a half? I mean,
0: it's hard, it's hard to ignore how damn good they've been. I mean, Champions League, second place last year, and um.
3: Leading the league now?
0: Leading the league now. Uh, the past three years, we uh, the first year Klopp uh, took over, it was uh, abysmal, <laughs> and he still finished eighth. In the last two years, we finished fourth, and this year—
1: Eighth? I, you guys finished eighth?
0: Yeah, recently? in 2015.
1: And when did you start watching again? What did you say?
0: I started watching last year.
1: Last year, okay. So
0: the year before last year we were in fourth. That's why we made it to the Champions League last year. And then hmm. last year we were fourth. And then uh man, I, I can't even express how much I hope we win the Premier League. I wouldn't I wouldn't even be mad if we lost like got crushed in the in the Champions League next leg. I just wanna win the Premier Premier League. That's really like
1: all I want it's
0: epic it would be sweet no doubt I think like I said earlier I think that's that's a majority of Liverpool fans feel that way
2: from what I can tell so yeah can I uh, can I offer a counterpoint it's your rant but yeah Jim (laughs) I just want to see a uh, English team win the Premier League
1: yeah I think he means Champions uh,
2: League there you know the English Premier League has been so um, rightfully slighted the last couple years um, as far as the uh, Champions League goes, um, last time we won it was 2012 with Chelsea, upsetting Bayern Munich at home, you know, at Bayern. Um, you know, in, in, in this Premier League era, um, I want to say we've won it, like, the English Premier League won it, like, 2012 with Chelsea, 2008 with Man United, 2005 with Liverpool... 99 with Man United, and that's been it. You know, um, you know. So for for all the talk we talk about, you know, with the Premier League being the best league in the world, top to bottom, um, it doesn't show up on the European stage. And I would just love to. And, and you know, I I, I hope it's United. But at the end of the day, I, I, I am an English Premier League fan, and I hope to see them. You know, somebody whether it's Tottenham or. Liverpool or God, God help me! Even City, um, you know, be the team that do it. Like I want to see a Premier League team win the Champions League this year.
1: You think that most Premier League teams feel that? Uh, Premier League fans feel that way? No
2: way, not a chance. No, they're they're like.
1: Do you think most American Premier League fans feel that way? Because I, I, I do. Was like, I
2: think it's an American thing, right? So like English. Yep. English fans would never like. Like think about like uh, English based United fans, like I would like I would never be friends with Helder as a United fan and him being a Liverpool fan. Like you wouldn't exist like on a, on a commonality that way. Like they are just like so harsh, like club to club. I can't They're see harsh, them.
3: even it leaks into the international level. That's one thing I noticed with the World Cup just yes. shitting on Harry Kane. like who did still win the Golden Boot? But they're shitting on him over he scores too many penalties. He doesn't do this. So all these different club supporters are shitting on their international squad. Yep. It's very confusing, and it's it, not just on Harry Kane. Like I mean, it's across the board, right? And absolutely. it's like there are more important causes here than
2: your club squad. But that's not how they feel. So yeah, it's they have a hard time separating club from country <laughs> from competition. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean we don't do that at all. Like, all things American soccer, or
2: well, I mean, like you know, I I would say the same thing. Like, uh, I if you Tim if you break down to like say college football, like you know when it comes to like bowl season, I chew I cheer for Big Ten teams. It's kind of the same idea as like you know cheering for Premier League teams in the competition. Like it's, um, you want to cheer for the league that your team is in. I think that's. More American than <coughs> European, so to speak.
3: <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Michael, do you have a rant? Uh, yes, I have a rant. <sighs> Let us hear
1: it. Uh, all right. A couple of weeks ago, on this very podcast, Brad asked me to watch a, a film called Green Street. God damn it! Hooligans! I searched for this movie on Amazon. <laughs> couldn't find it anywhere. I was really struggling. I think it has something to do with it just being called Green Street but maybe not. It very much could be my own stupidity but either way, Green Street Hooligans 3 which I ended up watching by accident was the worst film I've ever seen in my life. My wife and I watched it. I convinced her. I was like, let's watch this Premier League movie. Brad said it's pretty good. (laughs) Put it on for like, I don't know. 30 minutes. Awesome. No, we put it on for longer than that, like an hour. And uh, uh. he had warned me that Frodo Baggins was in it. <laughs> and I got so far into the movie, and I was like, where's Frodo Baggins? <laughs> like, I was promised Frodo in this movie, and no Fro- Frodo ever. So <laughs> Elijah I Wood. Did finally for realize. For listening. Everyone knows who Frodo is. Yeah, that's true. Elijah Wood. Yeah, but either way, I, I don't know what's up with Green Street Hooligans the third, but... No good. not where's your time. It's gotta. To it's it.
3: gotta be awful. I mean, Green Street Hooligans or Green Street or whatever the fuck they want to call it. When it. When I watched it, the title said Green Street Hooligans, but I think I fucked that up because clearly you ran into some awful stuff. The All first right. one is like good enough. It's I like, I'd give it like a seventy-five on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's good enough.
0: I actually actually <laughs> sure. searched for this on uh, Amazon Prime <laughs> last night because Tindall did say it was on it, on Prime, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I searched for it last night because I wanted to like follow up tonight. Like, if you did bring this (laughs) up, I was going to ask if you watched the movie yet. But uh, yeah, yeah, so I uh, I searched for it on Prime and couldn't find anything. All it was like I think Green Street Hooligans Three was
1: on Prime. I'm glad I didn't watch it. it. Was I actually? It wasn't on Prime. Actually, I had to buy it. I paid. Five bucks for the stupid Green Street <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Ma- <laughs> so
0: Mike would you say would you letter, would you say you would um, not recommend Hogan
1: Three to any of your friends <laughs> never it's terrible <laughs> okay it was like step up it felt like the, like the same type of filmography or I don't, that's not a word but <laughs> high school step, like the step up movies you know like yeah. it was some jack
3: dude and <laughs> very corny like
1: <laughs> yeah
3: I apologize but that I, I sent you down that rabbit hole, Michael. I I, I still right. think that you really would enjoy um the original. I still think it's I, it's quite good. I've Mil- seen it. I enjoy. S- Millwall is still alive, dude. That's the other thing that's relevant is Millwall's a huge part of that movie and they're still in the FA Cup. It's fucking sweet, man. It's hmm. relevant. Huh. Huh. And the in the movies about West Ham fans. I mean it's cool, man. It's really so cool. So was the third one. <laughs> oh sad. So they really just kept that going. It started huh? off it started off so
1: depressing too. There was like a death right away. Like <laughs> someone in the firm died and then the brother like was a lawyer or something that came back in and joined the firm again and
3: what what it what did Jessica did <laughs> It sounds she, exactly like the plot of the first one,
1: by the way.
0: Did uh did your wife Jessica have any like thoughts? Like did she say out loud like this movie is awful or anything like that? She wants it? to
1: finish it. She she
0: told, me, like, <laughs> she told me like she
3: told me like last night, she's like, How
1: come we never finish that taco movie? Oh I
3: was like, <laughs> wow, incredible. Okay, we're way off the rails. Did we get all the uh did we get all the rants out of the way? Yes. <laughs> did you do one Tyndall? I don't really, I don't really have one other than just being very grateful this week. That's all. Just very, very grateful for. I'm. A, I, my, I'm almost, yeah. Good.
1: I'm almost hating leaving because I, I get to look at Helder here in this Google Hangout. It's.
3: It is lovely. To see him. It, it easy is easy conversation with you here. It's been nice. You should do it again, my friend. I think yeah. I think I would like to definitely. All right. Maybe so I, maybe I'll
0: come on next week just because uh, me or Jimmy will be like. Uh, Oh, you guys will be at the
1: game together, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So record a little ditty. Record a little ditty for us,
0: so we can give one of us can give the other shit. Yeah. So maybe I'll we'll come on next week for the aftermath of the Liverpool-Man U game. Yeah, I like that idea very much. That's a great idea. Um.
3: So I, one one last comment. Yeah, just just satisfaction and happiness, and being in the Champions League reminds me being just being in the Champions League is fun, no matter what. No matter what. Even mm-hmm. if your team loses. Like, I remember Juventus last, last season. This would be my rant. Like, dabala scoring, and I hate that dude, and he has a weird tattoo, and I really don't like him. But um, him and Higuain for Adam Juventus, and we were up. Can Adam come One 0 and going through. Adam, I mean, you you just go gotta really enjoy your squad being in the Champions League. Uh, obviously, you want to win, but Adam even pays the pays knockout pays. rounds or the group stage, rather, team. it's a cool competition, man. And Night when it goes right, it really gets a the blood pressure uh, in a good a spot. This
0: is a story that will so, so many Champions.
3: Uh, be the outro. Uh, so
0: many so many uh, Champions League games are just like. Fun to watch because it's like some of the best teams in Europe just competing against each other. I think the competition, even if I have no investment in any team, I still try to watch
1: because they're just really good games. The
3: eh, the devil, see the baby. Amen. Mapped in a manger. Christmas, Christmas morning, morning. Amen. Oh, amen.
1: Amen, amen. See him in the temple. Oh, yeah. walking with the elders. Amen. Amen. They marvel at his
3: wisdom.